The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Next up, we have a, an email from Ollie Duke, which is a cool name. And he says, sight and diet. And Ollie says, Owen and Graham, I found your podcast while looking for some inspiration when preparing a talk I was giving at work about my type 1 diabetes and the mental health issues I have faced throughout my career as a result of type 1 diabetes. I was diagnosed with diabetes 14 years ago when I was 22. And last year I was diagnosed with Addison's disease, another autoimmune disease. As a newly diagnosed type 1 diabetic, I did everything I could to hide my diabetes. I wish a podcast like this had been available when I was first diagnosed. My question relates to diet. I have been vegan for three years and after experimenting with different diets, I found a low fat diet meant I needed less insulin, feel healthier and run a good HbA1c. My last result was 6.1 and my average daily time and range is around 85%. I do a lot of exercise, very into triathlons and I love eating carbs so the low fat diet works great for me. I wore glasses for eight years. My prescription was not serious, but glasses were needed to read and see at a distance. However, a year after following the low-fat diet, my sight went back to 20-20 vision, and I haven't worn glasses for the last two years. Eyes are a hot topic for type 1 diabetics, and I wondered if you've ever heard of sight improving for a type 1 diabetic, and whether you've experienced low-fat diets in the context of type 1 diabetes. Thanks for everything you do, and you have permission to read this out on the podcast, should you wish. Thank God I read that one just before we, we yeah, read it out, just in case he said, no, you don't have permission. <laughs> yeah. I wish this podcast had been around when I was newly diagnosed. That is from Ollie, 36 years old, from Leeds in the UK. Leeds. Unreal. Leeds. I'm a Leeds, Leeds fan, but Leeds, Leeds football. Uh, amazing. Thank you, Ollie, for that very insightful and detailed email. We always appreciate people going into a lot of detail with those emails. Go a few things jumped out at me. Obviously, the fact that he was doing talk about type 1 diabetes is unreal. I hope, Ollie, that the talk went well. He obviously said that he kind of struggled with his mental health specifically as a result of type 1 diabetes. Not overly surprising. It's quite a consuming condition. So the fact that you're doing a talk about it is massive credit to yourself. And the fact that you're doing 
triathlons is a massive achievement in itself because without diabetes triathlons are difficult and then obviously the added layer of complication with type 1 diabetes in terms of the vision improvement i personally don't have any experience with that so i can't really make many comments about it but for ollie obviously the results don't lie i'm happy that his vision has gone back to 2020 and i'd actually love to even have a conversation about that to learn a bit more from his own experience but even specifically with the second question that he asked about kind of higher fat or lower fat diets with type 1 diabetes a lot of the time higher fat diets can increase insulin resistance and even from my own experience managing my own diabetes and I always treat my own management like uh, an experiment trying different things to see personally how it may affect me and then obviously doing my own research and stuff much like Ollie I enjoy carbohydrate and it's never going to be a part of my diet or an entire macronutrient that I'm going to take out of my diet because for me I'm a big believer in fitting your diabetes management into your lifestyle and into how you want to live and eat rather than being super restrictive purely just to manage your diabetes because there are ways that you can manage your blood sugar with whatever way you want to manage your diabetes people prefer low carb people prefer higher carb people prefer higher fat people prefer lower fat there's no perfect formula a kind of cliche thing to say but it's true is the perfect diet is one that you can stick to and for me it's important that i am able to manage my diabetes long term in a way that essentially i can enjoy so i'm enjoying the food that i eat and i'm enjoying the enjoying the amount of food that i eat so for me i'm not gonna cut out carbohydrate but because i eat high carb and a lot of that is due to my training and stuff too but because i eat high carb I don't want to eat super high fat either because I know that if I'm eating a high carb meal along with a high amount of fat in that meal, for me, the higher fat just kind of complicates things because if it is higher fat, then I know, right, that's probably slowing down digestion. That's probably going to lead to a delayed spike in my blood sugar, maybe one, two, three depending on the fat, four hours after I eat the meal. So then I'm looking at splitting doses and different times for different insulin doses and these kind of things. And for me, yes, of course, it's manageable, but it can make it that bit more complicated. So generally, if somebody is eating, from my experience with, with type 1 diabetes, if somebody's eating high carb, the vast majority of the time, their fats are going to be quite low because if I'm eating a super high carb meal, but the fat's pretty low, I know that I'm not really going to require a delayed, a delayed insulin dose or a split dose, or I'm not expecting a delayed spike. Whereas when you throw a high fat meal into the mix with that high carb, much like going back to the pizza effect, you can almost expect that delayed rise. And if you're on a pump, you can extend that bolus over a certain period of time. If you're on insulin pens, and for example, you don't have a CGM, it's difficult to know when exactly you're seeing that spike or when exactly you need 
that second or third dose, whatever it might be. So feel like I'm going on a bit of a tangent from what Ollie <laughs> had asked, but from my personal experience, I find a high carb, high protein diet, relatively low fat, easiest for me to manage. But there are ways around every way you want to eat. It will always come down to amounts of insulin, timing of your insulin, understanding how and when that food will affect you. It's just about understanding those patterns and trends rather than thinking, this is the way I have to eat, or this is the way you have to eat to manage your diabetes. You know, and sometimes there's a lot of kind of finger pointing of like, oh, you have to do this or you can't do this. Your diabetes is your diabetes. There's ways to manage any type of food. And the best way to manage diabetes is a way that you can stick to long term. While still obviously prioritizing your blood sugar. So don't think that you have to do this or you should never do that. Because the reality of it is we're going to be diabetic for probably the rest of our life. Fingers crossed there's a, a cure, but I'm not holding out for it, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Manage your diabetes and eat the food that you want to eat to a certain extent. And I mean a certain extent, like don't go out and eat pizzas every day of the week because obviously it's going to be a lot more difficult. But eat in a way that you enjoy and manage your management around that. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.